KBZE, Booze League Radio is on the air. Booze League Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orth. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from Mission Oaks Cafe. People may talk about our drinking, but never about our thirst. Welcome into the Boozecast. We are broadcasting live at the time from the Mission Oaks Cafe in Camarillo, California. You can catch up on anything that you've missed online at boozeleague.com. We do have a full draft page. This is draft number three, by the way. Uh, I am the commish, Wiley Withers, the commish of the Booze League. And with me, as always, the third face from the left on Mount Crushmore, the Statue of Iniberty. Uh, Stephen the Otter Horth. What's up, brother? What's going on? Those are some new ones. I haven't heard those ones before. Oh, it's going to be a new one every time, man. You just better <laughs> to get used to it. Is that the uh, Statue of Iniberty? The Any- Statue of Iniberty. Iniberty? Uh, next like time. <laughs> Next time you might be a giraffe. I mean, I don't know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna figure all this out. Um, I think I'm always otter, but you're always gonna be otter. Don't get me wrong, but you know. Um, so today we are we're gonna be going over a number of things today. We are um, again we're broadcasting live from Mission Oaks Cafe. You can look up this cafe at missionoakscafe.com. Fairly easy to remember. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Booze League. You can follow us on Twitter at Booze League and Facebook.com forward slash. Booze League. Spoiler alert, it's Booze League. You guessed it. Boy, well, you know, we really tried to keep it a mystery here. Um, that being said, let's get this show going. We got Earl on the board, we got Otter across from me, and I'm the commission. Let's get going. The beer of the day. So today's beer of the day is actually a local, since we're here in Camarillo, we're doing a local beer today um, from a brewery, right? the very first brewery in Camarillo, honestly. Um, the beer of the day today is... And we'll be off when we're here, I'm sure. Institution Ales Mosaic Pale Ale. So Institution Ale came around uh, in 2013, started with a 2,800 square foot space. Fun part about that is they've now moved to a bigger space and you still can't find a frickin' seat. I know we've gone there a few times, Otter, and I think we ended up standing. Yeah, I mean, standing isn't the worst. Better to stand and have a beer than sit and not have one. You've got a better view than anyone in the place. Um, The new location is 14,000 square feet, including the brewery floor. Um, Again, it is the first brewery to open in Camarillo. did so in 2013. They named it for the Camarillo State Hospital, which is now Seasucky, as they call it in the area, or Seasushi if you go there because it sounds better, but Cal State University Channel Islands. And I'd just like to point out how huge that is, going from 2,300 to 14,000 square feet. It's, it's, it's huge, and they're Massive. already out of space. They're, yeah, they already need a bigger location. One thing I'm really happy about that they did, when they first opened, they actually didn't have the beer we're drinking today, which is Mosaic. Um, Mosaic is 6.2% alcohol. Alcohol. It is part of a progressive... Where'd my notes go here? It is part of a progressive pale series. All of them are 6.2%. Mosaic is the year-round one. And the progressive... the progressive pale series just means they just change out the hops. So exactly. they have like a different one, kind of like what a lot of breweries are going towards these days. Which is awesome. But like, it, it, I love these kinds of single hop beers because I get to try, I actually get to, at not being a Cicerone or a CBS, 
um, I get to try out and, and figure out what these taste like. Yeah, because most beers, like when you get an IPA that has mosaic hops in it, you don't really get a feel for that mosaic hop because it's, you know, it's mosaic hops with Citra and Simcoe and who knows what other hops they tossed in there. So for their Progressive Pale Series, they actually have three beers. Mosaic, which is year-round. They describe this as floral, berries, piney. They also have Citra and I'm going to say a Zaka. Zaka, yeah. A Zaka. A Zaka. If you're uh, <laughs> French. Uh, Citra and uh, a Zaka are limited. Citra is citrusy and bright, uh, while a Zaka is tropical, grassy, fruity. They're all 6.2% alcohol. One thing I really like about Institution, and we were talking about this earlier, they're not corny. So they don't have something stupid like Straight Jacket Saison, Lobotomy Lager. Um, now, Straight Jacket Saison, is that an actual beer from an actual brewery, or is that something you just pulled out? I literally just made that up. Okay, because I'm... I was, really, I was just going for alliteration <laughs> I'm sure there. That, that will come out eventually at some point. <laughs> yeah, I should claim rights to that, right? I should you send should. a letter. Yeah. But they've got uh, uh, such great beer names as Sedation, Clarity, Restraint, White Walls. Like that one's subtle. You know, it's like they're, they're white Belgian, I think, if I remember correctly. It's a, it's a white IPA. White IPA. So white IPA just basically means that it was brewed with wheat as opposed to other types of malt. Perfect. Um, that's why we have a beer tender on hand to tell us these things. Um, coherence, frantic, reverie. And then they started getting kind of fun. They have one called The Surgeon, for instance. That one was delicious. That is a very delicious beer. That was the uh, Imperial IPA, if I remember correctly. Yeah, triple is like 12% oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Three times the fun. Um, and Scary Dairy. Scary Dairy, I, mean, I think a lot of you who are listening to this now, if you're not from the area, Scary Dairy is a local Ventura, especially Camarillo, legend about a dairy that predictably is uh, haunted. It's on the Channel Islands campus like the ground, it's just like I've on the seen pictures of it. of it, and it looks scary. It's mainly covered it is, in graffiti, yeah. but it's graffiti and there's, I mean, not just graffiti. There's some creepy graffiti in there. I remember back when I was, I don't know, like 15 or something. Me and some friends used to go like have airsoft battles in there, <laughs> and like we would have to like hop the like the fire road fence to get back in there because it's mm-hmm. like blocked off. You can't really get there. There's like this remote controlled air like airplane thing back in there too. What, um, do you but, mean patrolling like a drone? No, like it's like a like an airport for people that fly their remote controlled airplanes. Oh. It's like I don't I don't know what you call that. I never got into that kind of thing. Geeks. <laughs> yeah, but just wait till one of those remote control airplanes drops a bomb on your house. I don't, yeah, no, I'm not into that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is our uh, our beer of the day. Um, Mosaic is the one that you're going to find the most from institution out there. One thing I do like about their larger facility for brewing is that they've now released, um, I believe, uh, Restraint, their brown ale, and I believe their IPA. I could be wrong. But they have now have three beers out there in rotation. They just uh, signed a deal like with... Like rotation as in distribution? As in distribution, yeah. yeah. So you can find... They distribute four beers, I think. Four now. I Burnout. was talking to one of the guys that in institution last time I was there, and they have four beers that they distribute, but... I don't remember exactly which ones they were. I know it's like their Institution IPA, I think, and the Mosaic, and then there was two others. Yeah, Restraint. Restraint's Restraint, another one. Uh, they're brown. Um, and in fair disclosure, uh, we live like, I don't know, just a few miles from Institution. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we're there often. Like, distribution be damned. <laughs> we'll get what we want. But uh, that is our beer of the day. You can look them up on institutionales.com. 
Uh, if you do come to Camarillo, uh, they're open every day, um, usually open at 11. Try and get there early. They do fill up very, very quick. They have very good food there, mainly pizzas, things that can be baked, pizzas uh, with seasonal pizzas and rotating pizzas, pretzels, that kind of thing. So uh, Pretzels are really good. The pretzels are Every time I go there, I'm very into the pretzels. So, um, so that is our beer of the day. So now that we have our beer of the day in hand, uh, let's drink some. Round one. Yeah. I think I'll have a beer. Say my name. Yeah. God damn, that's good. <laughs> Man, I literally could drink that all day long. I think I have before. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I literally <laughs> have. All right, um... So we're drinking uh, Mosaic Pale Ale here, and um, we're, we probably got a pretty good buzz going on. I mean, I had one from yesterday, so... Welcome back. But uh, we're going on to uh, Otter with you the News. one from yesterday? A buzz from yesterday, not oh. not a beer from yesterday. <laughs> I drank a beer yesterday, and I'm still carrying that buzz. I had, I had, I had a beer yesterday, man. Uh, it was good. I drank a beer when I turned 21, and I've never been sober since. <laughs> There's that's been like, more than one beer, though. That's like the people, like, you know, like, you know, I've, both of us are bartending, so you get those guys that come up, they're like, um, is rum and coke good? You're like, hey, dick, show me your ID. <laughs> like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way you're you're not not 21. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's go to Otter with the News. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze, too. This is the Booze Line News with KBZE's intrepid hub reporter, Stephen the Otto Hall. Booze League Radio. Uh, I had a burp coming, but it didn't really quite make it. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's unfortunate. That could have been epic. Hey, Kamish, so you've been a, you've been a lazy dog before, right? Um, a f- yeah, a few times, yes. Have you ever taken Darby's the, boo- the booze um, down there? You know what? The f- Actually, the first time I actually went to Lazy Dog, I took Darby. And she ended up eating better than me and the person did, I was with. Did you order Darby the, the food off of like the dog menu they have? Yeah, they have like chicken and brown yeah, they have, rice. like this whole special menu, right? I, I was destroying my heart with uh, a breakfast pizza. <coughs> with there it is. <coughs> right back in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what does that mean? Um... So, <laughs> I actually had I had a breakfast pizza with like you know eggs on it and bacon and whatnot. And Darby's like chicken and brown rice. Like she was eating what I should have been eating. But <laughs> yeah, so I've been a lazy dog before. Yeah, so it's cool how they have like that special menu for your dog. Yeah, totally cool. Now, now get get this. So in Croatia, there is a dog beach bar. So you take your dog there, and they actually have specially brewed beer for your dog for the pooch for the pooch. So, like, the beer is made out of, like, chicken and veggies, and it doesn't even stop there. They have ice cream for the dogs as well. So, they have the uh, whole selection of everything for the dogs. Yeah. It's just, like, you go there with your pup, and they have, like, contests and little tournaments, like, little races you can do, like, mi- like miniature triath or biathlons, I guess, because a dog can't really ride a bike. Well, it's a, it's yeah, a curious so it's like athlon. A, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the ice cream, it's made from bananas, peanuts, yogurt, and soy milk. And it's like they have specially brewed beer and specially made ice cream for the dog. Wow. So it's like that's take, taking Lazy Dog's, like, business plan and multiplying it, like, just exponentially adding beer in there for the dog. 
And it's made from chicken and veggies, so it's got to be some kind of healthy. Well, I, I hope that they have, you know, for other people, they, I hope they have beer there for the people. Oh, they, yeah, they do. They do. But I'm just saying from from the booze hound's perspective. Yeah, no, I'm going to be honest. Darby would like, love that. Sitting around drinking with my dog would be a pretty... I mean, I do it anyways, but it's more <laughs> drinking at her because she's not drinking. But drinking with her would would be a whole separate uh, situation. I may or may not have seen Darby have a sip or two of beer before. You know, it's uh, she's. Uh, I saw a picture once. Uh, someone took a picture of a dog drinking out of a pint glass, and those tongues are long. Those tongues are long. And let me tell you, Darby's gotten a few drinks out of my pint glass, and I know she she had some beer. Oh yeah, she had some beer. Oh yeah. But as long as we're talking about beer, let's talk about being the laziest you've ever been. How lazy have you ever been? Well, I went to UCSB, so it's been it's pretty lazy. Just just you know, just to give you um, uh, perspective, I actually used to miss class because I'd be I'd be too stoned to go. Um, <coughs> um, <laughs> UCSB. Never mind that shit. But. Um, so, and I actually, and I was a film major, so I actually missed class one time because a movie that had missed in class was on TV. So my thinking was, well, I missed it when it was in class. I have to miss class this time in order to watch this movie on TV. That's how sense. lazy I was. That makes sense. It made sense. But that being said, it's pretty lazy. So, so let's talk about this. You've ordered pizza before, right? <laughs> Just stating the obvious. Sure. Simple yeah, yes uh, or no. No need to laugh. <laughs> yes. I don't need that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so BJ's, the pizza place and brew house, okay. they're actually... I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> BJ's, yes. The one that you eat from. Gotcha. Um, yeah. The one, the so, one with the bazooki. Yes, that one. I don't... Do we need to clarify on that too, though? No, no, no. Think, no, no. We're, we're good. We're good. Right. Uh, yeah, we're all, we're all uh, on the same page. So yeah, BJ's, uh, in some locations, they've actually began began to start uh, delivering beer if you order food from them. So you can like order your pizza and your pizookie and a six-pack of their piranha to go. A piranha is like their, their pale ale. Really? Yeah. So, I, did, I didn't know they delivered food in the first place, to be honest. I mean, I thought it would be more it's, on, a, it's only some locations. Not all of them do it. Uh, I think it's more of like Bay Area. They'll uh, do it. So always. That's few, where Uber started. Yeah. A few locations up in the Bay Area, they have five five of their beers, their, of their own beers, uh, readily available to go in six packs and also 25 different types of wine. So you can, you know, order a, a pizza, pizookie, sandwich, like whatever you want, and then you can add on like a bottle of wine or a, six, a couple of six packs delivered straight to you. So that's... That's... Not, I think that's... That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to go there. I used to work at a bank. It's terrible. Um, I used to work at a bank, and I'd go there for lunch. It's right next door. So I'd do, like, a salad. Try to be healthy, but it turns out it's, like, you know, 2,000 calories. But Salad and a pizookie for <laughs> dessert. Done. Wash it down. <laughs> Ten beers. Let's go. Well, no, i do a salad, and i get their uh, Jeremiah Red. Okay. And this is back in my early days of drinking craft beer. Um, i get a Jeremiah Red. And, well, Jeremiah Red, Jeremiah Red, Jeremiah Red. I get about three of those, three or four of those. Turns out those are like seven and a half, seven point eight percent beer alcohol. And I go back to work at a bank. I'd be like, Why do I feel like I do? <laughs> I didn't have that much. Why am I handling money? Yeah, like why, <laughs> why, why, why is this happening to me right now? Um, 
So uh, it's it, the fact that they can like deliver on that is yeah. crazy. I mean, I've I've uh, had beer delivered to me before. It was mainly like coercing the uh, the Domino's delivery driver to stop and pick up a thirty pack for us. Right, one, uh, I think it was like Christmas Eve or New Christmas Eve one year. Wait, wait you can friends. you convinced a Domino's guy to stop and get beer for you? I did, I did. I was at I was at a, a good friend's house and we were playing some drinking games and we ran out of beer while we were ordering pizza, and uh, yeah, we were able to convince the. Actually, I think it was a Papa John's. Yeah, it was a Papa John's. Of course, we it con- was. We convinced the Papa John's driver to stop at the liquor store and pick up a thirty a thirty pack of Coors. And bring it to us. Like we paid him for it. That's just, amazing. Yeah, that's so, I mean, amazing. But I so think, now BJ's I think what will. BJ's is actually doing is they're legally delivering beer, though. That's you know I kind of feel like you know the the one step for mankind or whatever. I kind of yeah. feel like that's on that kind of level. I mean that's that's yeah. we're we're taking it because it usually like they're like well we won't deliver because we don't have like proof of like identity or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, you know, age, whatever that nonsense is. BJ's is now. I got a lot of respect for BJ's. Yeah. I mean, I don't usually go Winning. out of. I don't go out of my way to go to BJ's or anything really. But if I'm sitting at home, or they also said they'll deliver it to like your hotel room if you're traveling, or like a like an office or something, you just sitting there like, yeah, I'm gonna order a pizza. Would I get Domino's and try to convince the guy? Which is probably not gonna happen because it was we had to really. Convince or am I him. getting a BJ and a gonna, beer? Yeah, BJ's and a six pack. <laughs> Winning. And a pizza. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> absolutely into that. So we're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to bring in the Great sensei. Crit. You know what? German. Through dreams. Um, we're going to bring in uh, the sensei, Ryan Chow. Uh, Ryan is the – are you the manager, would you say, well, like or general manager? What is your official title? Officially? Yeah. Be the general manager. General manager of Mission Oaks Cafe, which now, is – What about unofficially? We don't talk about that. Unofficially, he's a sensei. I am oh, a sensei. He's a sensei. We don't talk about that, though. No, we're bringing him in. And Booze League is uh, very, very happy with what Mission Oaks has done for us, um, offering us a place to do this podcast. And we'll be doing it here often. So we're going to bring your get used to, to hearing the sensei talk on these airwaves. Um, so today we're going to do a, a drink from your signature cocktail menu. What drink are we are? What drink do you have lined up for us this fine day? So the drink I got lined up for you guys tonight is going to be our Irish Mule. The Irish Mule. So it wants to fight us. Correct. Correct. It will be fighting you. <laughs> um, no. So pretty much it's half a lime, some ginger beer, and more than enough Jameson that you'll need. More. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever get <laughs> enough Jameson. I mean, you're more of a ginger than I am, Otter. So I don't know if uh, I'm Viking. Okay. God. Because I have a red beer. I still have blonde hair. <laughs> Otter the Red, but yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. Otter the I was, Red. I, was you talk about Jameson. Well I don't think there's really enough Jameson. More yeah. than enough? Nah, never. True story. You might always need more. So this is basically a Moscow Mule, but we're we're working with whiskey on this case. Exactly. All right. Well, let's pull this out because I, I want to try some of this. All right. Here we go. Who's up first? Oh, look at that. We even got, we actually did a story, um, was it last, uh, a couple drafts ago. I think it might be the first was, draft. No, it was the last one. Was it the last one? No. no. It all gets it hazy. A, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, uh, God this damn, is, that's uh, tasty. So do you serve the regular Moscow mules in this same cup too? Uh, no. We only do the Irish mules in the silver cup. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a sweet looking little cup. And we'll take a picture of this and put it up on the website. So, do you do Moscow mules in the Copper Cup as well? Yes, sir. And are those ones are they are they lined with like the the silver or or like the stainless or the the nickel? The uh, brass cups that we have that we use for it, it's actually we it is lined with stainless steel. Okay, yeah, because we uh, in our last draft that we did, we had an article where the the Moscow mules, the copper cup, a lot of the original ones, they still had the copper on the inside, so people were getting copper poisoning. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's actually why we switched. We did it a while, while back. Uh, but, yeah, so all of our cups are actually aligned with the stainless steel. They still have the look to it, but yeah, tastes better. I kind of like the silver cup better anyway, though. I think, you know, I, like, it's I, think I like the drink better as well. Yeah, honestly, this is the first time I've had a Moscow Mule, and I've heard about them before. First I, time I've had Irish it with Mule. Well, no, what I'm saying, you know, go with me on this, man. German. I need some support, bro. Semantics. Winning. Bro. Semantics. Yeah. No, no, I need some support. So. This is the first time I've done a Moscow mule, but with whiskey, like turning into an Irish mule. It's the first time. See, had you followed me in the story? Oh, okay, yeah. I, I jumped line. again. I jumped again. Bitch. Man, that's tasty. No, I'm, I kind of feel like I might Jerry. be doing this more often than not, actually. Do you guys sell a lot of those here? Like, do people come in like... So, I well, when we started doing that, we did it about, uh, I'd probably say... I don't know, 17 months ago is when we started making it. We came out with that's it. That's very specific. That's like what you'd name a baby. Like, he's 17 months old. Well, this drink is, is a 17-month-old toddler. Well, it's been around for a while, but it was kind of my idea. I thought I'd whip it out and, you know, see where it goes. And anyways, ironically, a lot of our customers that ended up... That's um, how my first dates go. When they were going out and eating and drinking at other places. first dates go. <laughs> right? <laughs> whip it out. Where is it going? <laughs> Just to see if you like it. You that's know, what she is. said. Um, Going yeah. home. <laughs> but it's actually gotten pretty popular all throughout Camarillo. So oh, that's they, uh, tasty. Yeah, that's they really started good. asking other bartenders if they could make it and went from there. I actually like that better than the normal um, Moscow Mule, to be honest with you, because uh, you get the, the little bit extra whiskey going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably hear my voice by this point. Um, no, this is good. No, I'm totally into this. If I have to, I'll take another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pers- personally speaking, I really I prefer it over a regular Moscow Mule myself. Absolutely. I do too. There, there's do. A, there's yeah. something. It's a little deeper. Like what is it? Uh, umami. There's a bit uh, of extra. There's a bit of extra stuff going on here, which is great. So um, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So um, check out uh, missionoakscafe.com if you want to come down and see us um, do the show. We'll be here again on Sunday. What is it? Twenty seventh. Yeah, day after the. After the McGregor fight, uh, we'll be back here um, doing this again. I kind of feel like I need to put down a bet on that. Ooh. Oh, you give me an empty cup? Dick. How dare Otters you? Otters don't like carrying empty cups. <laughs> this is the Otters Trail. So, anyways, well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you guys, man, um, for letting us do this here. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be back again, obviously, on Sunday. Hey, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Love having you guys. So, Hey. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Cheers, brother. That, that drink was delicious, and I look forward to many more of those. So, Otter, okay, well, we're on, uh, we've done, what, two news stories? Yeah, Rondo. we talked about, uh, we talked about dogs getting drunk. We talked about. Like that. How easy it is to get beer delivered to you now. Into that. In some places. All into that. And now let's talk about one of maybe the best Southern California punk rock bands ever. So, so Pennywise, we are. 
Oh, what is that I hear? Little Ooh. bass. Little bass action. I know, I know that song. Everyone knows that song. What's up, Brohim? Brohim? Brohim. I know. Him. Yeah, so Pennywise matched up with the Lost Coast Brewery up in Eureka, California, up in yeah. Northern California. Hold Way on a second. There. Hold on. Yeah! For all my homies. All right, I'm back. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Pennywise paired up with the Lost Coast, decided they wanted to hop on the brewery music collaboration as well. Right. So they paired up. They're coming out with... Guess yeah. the name. You have one guess. Guess it. Uh, Pennywisen? Wrong. God it's damn actually it. the Pennywiser oh, Session you know, IPA. You know, give me that letter. Come on. <laughs> God damn it. So, so Barbara Groom from the Lost Coast Brewery, she wrote the recipe. She she brewed the beer. Because um, Lost wanted- Coast, if I remember correctly, Lost Coast is all female. No, I'm not too sure on the specifics of that. I okay. know, if, like, there are breweries like that, like the Three Weavers Brewery down in uh, Torrance. Nice. They were, last time I checked, predominantly female, if not completely female, which, I mean, I think is great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm, Three Weavers makes some, some bomb beer. Um, but yeah, so they wanted to, for the Pennywise beer, they wanted to come up, come out with something, you know, a little more sociable and a little less knock you on your ass sure so to speak so they decided upon a session ipa and um so i mean the song we're listening to right now the bro hymn yeah it's if you haven't heard of if you haven't heard the song before you've probably been living a it's sheltered every, it's, life it's, it's literally everywhere, everywhere. Um, i know this song this song is like a staple to any house party i ever went to growing <laughs> up completely like no doubt about it if i went to a house party even if like the person whose house it was or whoever was playing the music didn't like this band or didn't like punk rock, this song was gonna be played. No, and yeah, of course. You can even hear it if you go to if you go to L.A. Kings games. Like if you go to a hockey game, if you go see the Kings, even if you see the Ducks, they'll they'll play this song well, in the, the stadiums. And there there's a uh, Dropkick Murphys song that is that same kind of. This is an anthem song. This is when you get people yelling oh, "Oh, enough." Yeah. It's an anthem song. Yeah, well, when you get the commission on it, it doesn't sound anything like the real thing. Yeah, whatever, I'm white. <laughs> Kills my ass. So, uh, so a little bit about this uh, this Pennywiser Session IPA. It's got a limited release um, starting late August, which we're in late August, and I haven't So I it hasn't, haven't it hasn't come it out yet, but it hasn't come out quite yet. Close. They might have okay. pushed it back. I just I haven't seen it out. Okay. Um but little specs on it. It's going to be a session IPA, so you know it's going to be four. It's going to be lower in ABV. It's going to this one's going to be at four point eight percent, dry hopped with hops such as Cascade, Crystal, Chinook, and Citra. So it's going to have like a nice crisp citrus aroma nice. and a lighter, more refreshing hoppy flavor. So it's going to be like your standard session IPA. You know something sessionable, big bitter, low ABV, a little bit on the bitter side. It's going to have a little bit of flavor, but it's going to be something that you can drink for a session, which is right, why right. they're called session IPAs. Um, but yeah, they were Alcohol. just they were just looking for something more sociable because Pennywise was definitely a sociable kind of group. You know, they had all these That's anthem cool. style songs like That's Bro Him and man, 
good old Pennywise back in the punk rock days oh, in Southern they, California. They keep on going. I, you know, and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to throw this out here. I'm surprised that uh, Offspring doesn't have a beer yet. Maybe they do, and I don't know. I, you know what? Now they that you should. mentioned it, they, they might be coming out next. They must. Because or like Unwritten Law or they something? They keep going. Yeah. And and they they don't get terrible. You can really kind of dip into any year they put out a, a, a song of some sort. And they're, it's not bad. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I just saw The Offspring live a couple months ago. I did not know the that. The Sabroso Festival. Oh, and tacos Taco and, music beer. and yeah. beer. Oh, hell yeah, Oh, brother. my gosh. Like the three this biggest things. the autos. Oh, my God. And that's the best. Let, the let me ask you this, though. This is, this is a very important question for you. Okay. Let's hear Did it. you go see the midget wrestling for the luchadors? At Sabroso? Yeah. No, they didn't have midget wrestling. That was something different for this more recent thing. That might have been in my head. But did you go see there the luchadors? A, there was like the luch- like the Mexican-style wrestling. Did you wrestling. go see it? No, nah, I completely God. forgot about that. You I was know, too busy getting drunk and watching The Offspring. Children. Yeah, that oh festival God. was The Offspring, Sum 41, Lit, and uh, Unwritten Law. All four of those bands. All amazing. And then there was taco trucks and, and unlimited beer. Man, you you tell me you've had a better day. Uh, I can't. Not not based on what you just told me. Not yeah, happening. I, I mean, I I'd, I'd love to see an offspring beer. Oh hell yeah! Like there's no no doubt. Oh my god. B Saddle up! It's time for a boozely beer run. All right, we're going on a beer run. Going up the Central Coast. So the way this works is that both Otter and I have put together a list of our top five breweries in the Central Coast. And we're going to reveal these breweries and why we like these breweries um, one at a time and kind of see how they match up. So if you ever uh, have the chance to go actually go up to the Central Coast, um, maybe refer back to this to uh, figure out where you want to go and uh, what you want to do and why we love what it is. Um, so in, in, in this case, um, I'm going to go first here. Um, number five. So number five for me. <laughs> Otter is I think we've got something a little bit before that. Yeah, that's a good point, dude. Yeah, uh, Number three has shown up. <laughs> uh, Round three. I mean, we're drinking them. And, uh, I'm going to be honest. The mosaic is really setting in. That 6.2 ABV alcohol is killing me. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get laid. Um, good point. One of the best actors of our time. A great gentleman. That escalated quickly. Bill Murray. Number five. Let me go back to that. Number five for me is Telegraph. Telegraph is in Santa Barbara. They were founded back in 2006. They have, you know, the usual stuff for your year-round standards. IPAs. They got Saisons. They got a white ale, a porter, pale ale, you know, what have you. Um, It's a Czech-style lager uh, for Fiesta called Cerveza de Fiesta. Spoiler alerts for Fiesta. It's a beer for Fiesta. Um, pretty good. But they also have a number of other things. They have uh, an obscure blind, it's called. 
Experimental beers, sours. They have a gypsy ale that's inspired by Romani gypsy culture. So, no, Telegraph is my, and you can bring dogs in there, which me and the booze hound would appreciate. Uh, it's right around the corner. It's it's slightly driving distance if you want to go to the funk zone. Um, but I really recommend uh, Telegraph Brewing Company um, as my number five. All right. Well, for me, my number five is the Central Coast Brewery up in uh, like downtown San Luis Obispo. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, I mean, San Luis Obispo, or as I call it, Slow, slow is yeah. probably, like, one of my favorite places just in general. But the Central Coast Brewery was a place I had recently stumbled upon. And when I when I first set foot inside of there, you know, it's like your typical brewery. You see all the brewing equipment, you know, all their fermenters, their bright tanks, everything, like, all of that. Um, but you sit down. You look, I looked at the wall, and upon the wall was this huge bottle collection. So, like all these beer bottles, and I think mainly bottles, maybe a couple of cans from all over the world, mm. just on shelves upon the wall. And you know, not like, not like only a couple of them, but this wall was filled with probably like five hundred to a thousand different bottles. Yeah. Like everything, they had like Pliny the Elder bottles to beers i've never heard before hmm. and i think that was just like a cool brought it brought about like a cool atmosphere and then their beers like they have you know bronze silver gold medal winning gabf the great american beer festival gabf sure. they have medals like from there and and they they've won like a a nice big handful of beers or medals for their beers from there and i mean that place just being my first time there, I've I'd had I had had some beers from there before, but being my first time there, like that place just blew me away, and I'm just incredible. Nice little patio, uh, no food or anything. Like they do food trucks here and there, but downtown's slow, so can't really ask for more. Number four. All right, number four for me is uh, Barrel House Brewing Company. Barrel House uh, for me is. I've, I've gone there a number of times. I, I think I went there shortly after they opened. Uh, they now have three locations. And, and they got Paso, which they count as a beer garden, which has an amphitheater um, for music and everything else. Um, they got one in uh, Slow. And now they actually just opened Visalia. So pretty much anywhere, if you're in the middle of California, you can go to uh, a barrel house. They have uh, the normal beer styles on tap, blonde, IPA, stout. For the most part, for the most part, they name them after themselves. So it's Barrel House IPA, it's Barrel House Blonde, it's uh, Barrel House Mango IPA, whatever. But that being said, if you haven't had Sunny Days, if you haven't had Sunny Days, it's a citrus blonde ale, and if you haven't had that sitting next to a pool, you haven't lived in California. It's amazing. Uh, most of my friends who know Barrel House, who aren't craft beer people, know Sunny Days. So if you want to go up to uh, Paso Robles, they're open every day. Go in there. like That's where they brew all the beer. They actually, the amphitheater that they have up there will do, uh, you know, once every month, once every other month, they'll do an actual concert in their amphitheater and it's a really nice setup their area outside has a flatbed truck 
a, a vintage old flatbed truck where bands play. They have a waterfall. They have cornhole. They have uh, it's called a bimini ring game. You know, with the the, the string and you do the thing. Um, All right then. Uh, number four for me is a uh, Figaro Mountain Brewing. So granted, I might. I, I thought that'd of, be higher for you. I'm kind of biased, and I would have liked to put it <laughs> higher, but I did not want to just because, you know, probably just, just the fact that I drink so much of their beer. Like, oh, well, yeah. I drink a lot of Figaro Mountain beer. Sure. Um, but, you know, one of the main things I like about Fig Mountain, and that's that's what I'm going to abbreviate it to is Fig Mountain instead of Figueroa Mountain. You know, like, I have, I, have a f- I have a few things I really love about Fig Mountain, and one of it is the fact that they're all along the Central Coast. So, like, I have family up in Morro Bay, so every time I go up to Morro Bay, I can easily hit three different, four different Fig Mountains. Sure. Easily. Another thing I love is the fact that they brew award-winning beer. So every time you go in there, you're not you're not going to drink a bad beer. You're going to drink a fantastically brewed beer. Like, everything is delicious. The people that work there are super cool. Like, you know, everyone's nice. The beers are great. For the most part, they're dog-friendly on the patios of the locations that mm-hmm. they have. But, I mean, just Fig Mountain in general is just, you know, overall kick-ass brewery. Number three. Yeah, number three for me is Fig Mountain. I took Darby to Fig Mountain when she was nine weeks old. Literally a week after I got Darby, I was taking her to a brewery uh, so she could get socialized. And there has been a few times where I had to pee, and I gave her to, gave her to a few of the uh, servers. And I'm like, hey. So I'd hand her off to people and be like, hey, here's my dog. This is Darby. Enjoy. And they would hold her. And I would go back in the back and, you know. So I got a lot of respect for uh, for Fig Mountain on a number of levels, uh, especially having to do with Darby, uh, which is one of the reasons why Fig Mountain's number three. All right, final round. Let's finish it up. Final round. Never mind that shit. Can you blow me where the Panthers is? We hit hard this time. Get off the stage, you tough bastard! Yeah, exactly. I'm so wasted. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. So the the third the third choice for me was, and don't get me wrong, all of these were a hard decision. Of course, was a Firestone and Firestone's Barrel Works. I just kind of bundled the bundled them together and all one. Yeah, well, uh, they kind of did too, so that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all Firestone. It's just Barrel Works is their their barrel aging and sour program. But the thing I love about Firestone is you can like one of my go to beers is Firestone's DBA. Anywhere I go, if they have DBA on tap, I count that as my my uh, gateway craft beer beer. I don't really consider it a gateway as much as I consider it. I drink DBA pretty much whenever any anywhere has on has it on tap. That's true. So I love Firestone DBA and I love sour beers. And the thing about Firestone is like they put on a lot of events and stuff. Like 
around Southern California and probably outside of California too. But Firestone just has an awesome location in Buellton, like with their separate room you walk into for their sours. Mm-hmm. And their sours that they put out, like the Creaky Bones, amazing. The Creaky Bone Sour. If you ever have a chance to try it, try it. Uh, and probably get as many bottles of it as you can because <laughs> that shit is good. Get it. Bathe in it. Uh, uh, no, that was the, fir- the first sour beer I ever had was a grass stick. And I was a newbie at the, uh, the Paso Robles Brewery. You know, uh, so they have the brewery and they have the tap room next to it. And it was up there. And I remember it's, it's a grass stick, right? And I look up there. I'm like, can I get, can I try the agree stick? And the chick looked Did at me. <laughs> that redneck when you ordered it too. Um, yeah, Did we get some more data grease stick. Hey, can I get myself on a grease stick, bitch? And the answer is yes. I sounded that terrible. And they're like, um, a stick. I'm like, yeah. I'll, can I get you know? But that was the. It's that like was, aggressive. What you're making me. Well, and it made sense. It made sense once once I understood it was a. Aggressive. Um, that was the first sour beer I've ever had in my life, and it was amazing. And that's what got me into it. And that's one reason why I still don't like the um, fruit flavored, fruit flavored sours. So, number two. All right, number two for me. Speaking of sours, Libertine. 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 Um, I love Libertine Brewing. Um, Speaking of sours, once I got there, I understood that all they do is sour. And I they opened my mind up to a number of different things I didn't know existed. Sour stouts, sour IPAs. Um, I'm really impressed with what Libertine puts out. So they don't necessarily just do sours as much as they do uh, wild beers. So not everything is completely no. sour as you will taste it. But they they do only wild beers, exactly. And so you'll get you'll you'll drink some of their stuff, and it's not really as much sour as it is kind of like I guess a, like funky, wild, funky tasting, <laughs> maybe a little wild tasting, but <laughs> wild winning. Yeah, no, and see, and that's the thing for me. I, I, I sour and wild to me are the same thing. Is that? My turn for number two, then? Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, so my number two is, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this brewery. Um, it's called the Libertine. Who? The Libertine. Who? Libertine. What? Who? Uh, so yeah, so Libertine for me is honestly probably one of the breweries that got me into sour beers. Makes sense. Um, not one of the breweries that got me loving sour beers, though. Now I would like to say that I do love the Libertine sour beers. Mm. Uh, for getting into sour beers for me was a little tricky of a situation. Um, like, I had a few of them, and I liked them. Then I had a few of them, and I completely just despised them. I just wouldn't... Uh, I wanted to throw up after I had them. Um, but getting into sours... It's a, it's a bit shocking when you it, first try it. It's different. It's yeah, not yeah. like... You know, no. like... Drink like growing up drinking beer. Uh, I don't really want to say growing up like that, but I mean like the first beers I was really like accustomed to was like Cougars Light. Thanks, Dad. Um, and I getting into IPAs for me was like a shocker, but then getting into sour beers was even more of a shocker. 
And once I got into like sour beers and I actually got comfortable with them and I tried some Libertine beers, um, I went up to like up to visit some family that I have up in Morro Bay and I went to the original Libertine pub in Morro Bay, like right there on the Embarcadero. And I got to tell you, like that place just, I went, so I went there before the actual Libertine brewery opened in downtown slow, downtown mm-hmm. San Luis Obispo. And that place just, to me is everything I look for in a brewery or a bar, mainly a bar, but like, you know, it's divey, yep. but you look yep. out the window and you're looking at, you know, like the bay, like you got the yep. water right there. Yeah. Beautiful, you know, just like a beautiful view. Everyone that I've met there, like all the people that work there, you know, super knowledgeable about the beer, um, can recommend you anything depending on what you're in the mood for. And just for me, like overall great time. Like every time I've been there, perfect. Every time I've drinking a beer from them, hundred percent. Numero uno. Number one. All right. Number one for me, which anyone who knows me already knows what the answer is going to be. Firestone Walker. Firestone is the beer that got me into craft beer. I'm, I'm a big fan of Firestone. I was going to their tap room in Buellton before I knew what craft beer was. I've become more accustomed. Like I like their, their Paso location. You can do the brewery tour. You can do all that. But the Barrel Works location in Buellton is more important to me than anything else. But going there, and I kind of think that they had the most interesting beers, to be perfectly honest. I'm sure Venice Venice is, is churning out some stuff. Uh, Paso's, the actual brewery, fine. Barrel Works has the most interesting beers you can get from Firestone, which is one of those breweries where I've not had a bad beer from them. Oh, true. Completely ever. agree. Ever. My numero uno is... I cheated a little bit. <laughs> I, didn't qu- I didn't quite go on the... Uh, didn't go right off of where they're based on the Central Coast. Oh, shit. And so... You'll slide my, double. My number one, and probably one of my number one breweries of all time, is a... Uh, Little brewery, uh, Topa Topa Brewing Topa Company. Topa. So they they originated out of Ventura, California, and but you know, to cover my ass, they have a tap room in Santa Barbara, which is Central, Central Coast. Coast. <laughs> um, so I, you know, Topa Topa to me is just, um, just an overall just kick ass brewery. So I've I've. The first time I went to Topa Topa was maybe a month after they opened. And it was, you know, they only had like a like a handful of beers on tap. And it was just delicious. Like, every, I, I didn't have a bad beer. Everyone, like, I was greeted as soon as I walked in. Everyone that works there is super cool. You know, like, they all talk. Like, they talk to everyone. They care about their, their customers. And... Overall, just like as they've grown, they haven't changed. They've been super like, you know, like customer service forward or not even customer service, but just customer forward in general. And they've just been like, you know, like really cool people. I've met, I've met like, you know, a lot of the people that work there and I've been to some of their anniversary. Well, one of their, their second anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. I've been to Topa too. And it was just an you know, just an awesome place, like awesome time, great beer. The Topa, you know, Topa Topa's second anniversary IPA is probably one of my favorite IPAs. 
It's awesome. Just delicious. Are they going to continue to uh, bottle that or like serve no? It that was just the one. It was the, the one time thing. Have you tried oh, it? No, <laughs> no, you don't. You didn't Luck- bring me a bottle. Thanks, yeah, lucky dude. you. I have a bottle I can share with uh, you. What? I still have a bottle. These nuts. <laughs> yeah, but no, just Topa Topa to me is just you know just an incredible brewery. Like, like they've only been open just the the short two years wow. and. Everything like they're on tap everywhere I go around Ventura County. Like they're just crushing it. It know? is true. It is true. No matter where you go in our area that we go to, there's at least one handle that's Topa Topa. No, it's it's great. But yeah, shout out to Topa Topa because shout out indeed. You guys are doing some good shit. <laughs> so uh, that has been uh, the Boozecast Draft Three. Um, we're getting into um, draft four uh, shortly, actually. We'll be back at the Mission Oaks Cafe on Sunday, uh, August 27th. If you want to come out and like see us uh, do this, we'll be giving away some swag, of course. Thank you all for coming out and listening to us and drinking and, with us especially yeah you know if you've been drinking with us you uh, know where we're at right now uh final toast may the best of our past be the worst of our future and if you want to find us online again boozeleague.com you can reach us all uh boozeleague on instagram boozeleague on twitter and uh we'll see you next for draft four uh thanks for listening peace out cheers cheers you guys